0: This is Corolla Digital.
1: Hello, my little lucky charms. It's me, Allison, before the show officially starts. A few words. One is that Gary and I just had a really long, somewhat confusing conversation about potatoes. Because he didn't know what a new potato was. And he said, is that just like a potato if it's new? And then I scoffed at him and I said, no. And I said, it's a small potato. And I looked it up and it turned out a new potato is... This is Carbohydrate Talk with Allison and Gary. It turns out a new potato is a young potato. So I'm sorry, Gary. You're forgiven. And then he told me about how much he loves twice-baked potatoes. You guys really had to be there. (laughs) No, they didn't. Well, now, unfortunately, they probably feel like they were. Yeah. But but that's um, that's just what happens anyway. You guys, this this here right here that you're about to listen to is part two of the special two part episode with Dave Attell. Uh, I think you'll love it. Um, I hope you will because I love you guys. And also, I want to tell you guys about go to meeting. Um, it is hard to drag your buns into the office to have a meeting face to face with people, especially during the holidays, because you could be wassailing. you could be caroling. You could be standing on a ladder, putting a star on top of your Christmas tree. Uh, you could be you could be tangled in tinsel. And have you noticed, have you really taken time to notice that people don't put tinsel on trees that much anymore? And why is that? Because I like tinsel. I like saying tinsel, tinsel. Uh, I, I know it's messy, and I know that probably if an animal were to swallow it, that would be bad. You could be. You know what else you could be doing? You could be dealing with uh, some kind of poinsettia-related accident because it's bad for animals to eat poinsettia. But the point is, there's a lot. Your plate is full. It I, is full.
2: It's ironic, given the content of this episode and perhaps the previous portion, that all of your your uh, your focus is on Christmas.
1: Yeah, it's true. I love Christmas. Yeah,
2: no love for the Hanukkah. Would you and Dave discuss?
1: Well, I never celebrated Hanukkah. That's true. I know. But some of
2: your listeners might. So what if you're lighting the menorah? You can still use go to meeting from there.
1: You're right, I don't mean to alienate them. You know what, we're Gary? Here. I am looking at your face right now. We are face to face. It's almost as good as if we were talking on Go to meeting with HD Faces from Citrix, which we've done before. So, this is a way that you can meet on your computer. You could also host the meeting from your iPad. You can host it from the iPad and participate. Um, and it's just a really convenient, easy way to collaborate with your coworkers uh, and have the meeting that you need to have from wherever you are. And you can uh, give them, you can give someone else control of your screen. You can collaborate on documents. Whatever you need to do that you would be doing in person, you can just do it with GoToMeeting from HD Faces by Citrix. Uh, So thank them for making your life so much simpler. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Don't wait for this special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com. Click on the Try It Free button and use the promo code Allison. Be sure to use the promo code Allison. GoToMeeting. Meeting Meeting is believing. Um, All right. So here's the episode, you guys. I already said. I already said. Please love it. It's like I'm needy right now or something. I don't know what it is. I think it's the holidays. Here's the episode.
2: Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, we've had the good times never end. bad. Allison Rosen, doing the baby pencil dance again. Allison Rosen. Allison, your new best friend.
1: Oh, That actually brings me to why I think that I uh, was intimidated by you, although Uh, I'm not anymore.
0: Yeah, I think we've we've bonded to some degree. Yeah, I feel we have. But I was
1: was trying to figure it out earlier. I was thinking, why am I a little intimidated by David Tell? And I was thinking, because I uh, have moments of being kind of airheaded and a little bit stupid, even though... Um, you're sniffing a marker. Yeah,
0: I know. I'm, I, know. I, I need a cigarette, so go ahead. Okay. Uh, you're being yeah, even stifled? though I
1: think I'm general – I'm sort of a smart person in general, but – and you just seem like someone who doesn't suffer fools.
0: Um, I would say that uh, I really love smart people. So, like, I feel like I'm stupid and that every time, like, uh, you know, I meet somebody who's smart, I, I dig that. So I got that vibe from you immediately that you're smart and, uh, you know, like being – uh, you know, like, I love history and, like, things like that. And, like, I watch the History Channel. Not just for the sniper stuff, dude. <laughs> Every other show is like, ultimate sniper. Yeah. You know? I was like, no wonder there's all these so, shootings. They're giving away all the best. Extreme history. Exactly. But uh, I love, like, you know, like, you know, we are talking about, like, uh, like, Abe Lincoln, like, that movie. I can't wait to see that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's excellent. I don't care if he really didn't fight vampires. I think he's interesting just being president. And uh, I, I feel like you're the kind of person that would be, can roll on a lot of different topics, like you're, you know, into current stuff, and also, like, what was your major at college? Where'd you go to school again? I went
1: to Pomona College. What? In Claremont, California. Where's where that? It's in Claremont, California. Okay. It's like uh, an hour from here. Okay. And it's it's a good school. It's private, small private college. All girl. No.
0: See, now that's the theme of many a porn: an all-girl school with a sorority spank fest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorority pink. I'll give that three loads. Um, that's my rating system. Right. I give it three loads. already Pink, excellent. Uh, I, I don't even know what to tell you. There's so many great people in that movie. Uh, you know, it, it it really is the facts of life of a porno. So I you should check, check it out. out. Pink, one and two, excellent. Okay. Can
1: you watch a good porn over and over again?
0: I do. Well, you know what? Sometimes as a dude, you fall in love with the porn star that you're watching, like Seika, who is on my show and is a great, great friend of Dave's All Porn Seika. She's also done radio. She's done a million things. She's writing a book. It's I can't wait to read that book. That's going to be very interesting. Lot of words or whatnot. I'm reading it. I'll read. I'm I mean,
1: to, I can. I can do a lot of words. Okay.
0: Now, just Seika, not if
1: it's in a shitty book.
0: Seika, so hot. Like you know, she was on the show and she was really cool with Jim Norton. Okay, who mm-hmm. also knows porn really well. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, like. I I must have like cranked it out to her like a a trillion times. And then to finally meet her, it was it was great. And another one, uh like you know, Christy Ken Ginger Lynn, you know, super hot. Serena, who's not on this season, mm-hmm. you should check her out. Serena. Okay. This redheaded beauty from the seventies, like just a wild child of the sixties, so hot, man. No shaving, not even pits back then. Wow. But she was so hot she could get away with it.
1: So... Uh, <laughs> Dave Tell, we have a segment on my show called yeah? Just Me or Everyone, but I know that you are jonesing for a cigarette because you're sniffing a marker. Mm-hmm. And I know that you are pressed for time. So you tell me whether – okay, the options are we can take a break, come back to the segment – we could just do it now. We could uh, do neither of them and end the show if you need to leave right this minute.
0: I'm having such a good time. I'll stay here as long as you want me to. How's Thank that? you. Oh How's my that? God, that's great. And I don't want to, you know, bore the the listeners and the fans and stuff like that. So I hope that you guys are rolling with this and having as much fun as I was. So yes. they will be. But let's take a break. I'll okay. smoke a cigarette. Right. Perfect. Yes. You can try and get in a better guest. Give me a chance. <laughs> Yeah. I come in, Ed Bagley's sitting here. (laughs) Now, about those electric cars. You were right, Ed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's on the short list. (laughs) Okay, cool. We'll be back in a moment.
0: Where were we? Oh, that's good. (laughs) Isn't that great? You have host material. Well, you are a host. Where were we? That would be the name of my in depth uh, IFC show. AFC. Yeah, for the American Bowlers or something, Uh American Farmers of america club yeah yeah where were we
1: right that's good you like that yeah it's very like alec because you know alec baldwin has here's the thing
0: oh see already see no but that's it's the different there's no new different. ideas no mm-hmm. i'm not doing it Go ahead. Why,
1: not? why don't you have a podcast
0: yeah i don't know like I, I feel like um first of all i hate talking about myself as we both learned i don't yeah. like it i know and uh you know um i don't know how you guys do it man that's a lot of talk
1: Yes. What? Why do you hate talking about yourself? Because I have noticed that you've turned most things around. and Yeah, I don't really like I to talk about you. myself, and I don't really.
0: really like to get into you know like I I do a lot of stand up, mm-hmm. so I feel like like Twitter like I don't really do that like I like to perform, and then I feel like I've already you know the people have enough they got enough of me, and then like you know I don't but I guess in today's world it's a twenty four hour performance. There's no such thing
1: as yeah. yeah. So you know but I guess
0: you, maybe I'm you know just uh, an, an antique.
1: Do you feel like if you were to give let let people behind the curtain more that it would um, change the way they view your comedy?
0: No, people hate my comedy. No, I I can't hate it more. No, I I I just feel like it's either it's either like you're you know balls in on it, which is what you guys are with the podcast, like you do it and you do it right, or you do it like uh, you don't do it, and I don't think I would be. Balls in on it. Like if you do it, you got to, you know, be good to the fans and good to the listeners and like, you know, like service them and like make sure that, you know, uh, there's a show every week, and you have interesting guests, and you do all that kind of stuff. Although, this is this was a wash. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah.
0: This was like Ed a wow. Ed Begley
1: Jr. was yeah. unavailable.
0: There's going to be some retooling, as they say, after this one. That's when the sitcom is bad. We're yeah, retooling we're going to punch
1: it. this up. We're, we're going to have yeah. come on, someone come wow. in. Wow. What were your we parts. thinking?
0: Somebody fire somebody, because that was wow.
1: So, what you're saying is comedy, stand up comedy, is really the last vestige for the misanthrope.
0: I don't think so anymore. I I, I feel like there's a lot of pretty. <laughs> pretty uh, well you know uh, this first of all the whole idea of like the self-destructive comic and i knew and am one of them i would say that that those days are over it's more the you know you know maybe there's a couple of potheads out there a few cutters but uh <laughs> other than that i'd say that they're pretty much uh you know normal people mm-hmm. uh and it, you don't have to be wild to be funny. I know that. But uh, all my buddies who, you know, the Mitch Hedbergs and, the uh, you know, Greg giraldos and uh, Jerry Red Wilson, who, you know, he's been gone so long. It's, it's sad because, like, he before the Internet really kicked out, he was already passed away. And, uh, you know, he was like a, a friend and a great comic. And he had the sitcom and he was engaged. And then uh, meningitis uh, died. And it was a sudden thing. It was a sad thing. And uh, I always think about him when I'm on the road sometimes about how, like, you know, wow, it would be really cool to see him in today's times because he never knew, like, these things, you know, the Twitter and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So, you know, what he would say because he was, like, a really fun, loving Irish guy, you know, really, like, everybody loved him, great guy. So, you know – I've seen a lot of those guys, and, 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 you know, I I know the people that we were talking about, like Marin and, you know, all these people, like, you know, now are, like, coming in their own or famous. And I would just say that, like, I'm kind of like a club comic, you know, and I'm proud of it. I like it. And that's what I do. And I'm not really into, like, building this franchise or brand or anything, which is, like, kind of the, you know, kids, you know, you got to raise your kids or, you know, what's your brand, basically, you know? It
1: sounds like – have you lost a lot of people?
0: Uh, people die, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've lost I've a lot of people. Yeah. I know a lot of uh comics and also just personally, there's a lot of people just died. Yeah. And uh you know, uh, uh being on the road all the time, it's it's kinda it's you're always like thinking like where you left was is gonna be the same and it's not. And you know, it's sad. Like, you know, my own father when he died How uh, did should, he die? How did he die? Mm-hmm. Uh he uh heart attack, diabetes, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. He smoked He drank to some degree, but he's mostly a food guy. Mm -hmm. And that's – for those of you out there that are foodies, you really should watch your cholesterol. And the sad thing about that one was that I was on the road when that happened. I had to fly back like three planes to get back to to see, you know, for the – you know, for them to unplug him. And that was really – that was still like a a traumatic thing for me years later that like I had to, you know – fly all that way and it was just sadness at the end it was it was not like oh because in my mind I was thinking he's going to pull out of it it's going to be good and uh, this before cell phones or like just the beginning of them so I would call up you know whenever we landed and go like how's he doing they're like we don't know you know they're saying it's not looking good when are you going to be here you know so but at least you know to look on the bright side I was there and I got to say goodbye to him. So. Did
1: you have a good relationship with
0: him? Yeah, you know, now that I look back on it, I think um, we were horrible children and they were great parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really I really dug my dad and I really uh, am proud of what he accomplished in his life, you know, and at towards the end of his life, even though he went bankrupt and lost his house and all that kind of stuff, I still think he had balls of steel and for a guy, self-made guy, that that's the only way to roll and that he really did not, like, you know – he didn't let anything stop him. You know, the only thing that really stopped him was his health. And, uh, you know, my brothers and my sister, who I'm all proud of. I have two brothers and a sister. Older very, younger. Uh, I'm the middle of the older group. I'm proud of all of them. But I would say that my, my dad is like a unique character. Maybe my younger brother, who's also kind of an entrepreneurial type dude, is the one that is most like him. You know, I'm most like him in terms of bad habits, but in terms of like... Knowing what, what he wants to do and being a leader, we were talking about that, mm-hmm. my younger brother. So:
1: How old were you when your dad died?
0: Uh, 40. No, I was 34 Ugh. when he died. And then uh, uh, <clears throat> when, when, uh, there's never a good time for that, but I was lucky that I got to have a father for that long because there's people who lose parents, you know when they're six. Yeah. so that's horrible. I can only imagine what they go through.
1: I feel what a downer, huh? Fantastically unprepared for my parents dying.
0: Well, how old are they now?
1: Uh, my dad is seventy nine. Wow. Yeah, my d- he has kids from his first marriage, so I'm his. Do you second. get
0: along with those kids?
1: Yeah, I do. Are
0: they cool or what?
1: They're they're twins actually. What? Mm-hmm. What a thing. You mentioned boy twins boys. Yeah.
0: Are they Jews or no? Maybe they're the Jewier people.
1: Um, they well, their mother is not.
0: What is up with your dad? See. He really likes the shiksa meat.
1: Well, like except that my mom is. So, oh. you know, um, they call it shiksa meat. No, no, no. <laughs> I just,
0: they I just probably to do. throw some Jew at you to see thank you. If you'll bite.
1: Yeah. Thank but, you. Uh, um, yeah. So, so they're older than you. Well, and then my mom is 62.
0: Okay. She's a few years older than me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's wild. So they were like uh, 70, like in the cool times, like, you know. Like, all those, like, you know, my parents were cool sites. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have, like, does he have, like, a cool mustache? He's playing a guitar, your dad? <laughs> like, you know, no, is he kind but of that got, guy?
1: No, but he does have some pretty awful, like, lounge, I don't like. I don't know what they're called. Leisure suits, maybe? I don't know if it's a leisure suit, but just things that, like, button down to the navel pretty much. Just, like, disco clothes almost. Well, that's
0: cool. Well, he was a party guy.
1: Well, he dressed like one. I don't think he
0: was. He's 79, so he yeah. was in the Korean War then?
1: Yeah, he lived through it. He he wasn't in it, but okay. he
0: was because he's Korean.
1: Because he's Korean, <laughs> so he just calls it the war.
0: The war, exactly. Yeah, they call it "Look at me,"
1: right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever get to a point where you think, yeah, I could say goodbye to them now. Don't, but you don't. No, or you're saying don't.
0: No, no, yeah, like um, I don't think you're ever prepared to lose a parent, but uh, you know, now when you get older and you realize how. If flip-flops like where you have to take care of them, yeah. then it's like, you know, hey, you know, what's going on? <laughs> no, no, it's, uh, it's a joy and it's, of course, a sadness when you, uh, you know, realize how important they are to you and and how much you miss them. But, right. you know, like, uh, you know, I always travel with a picture of my dad. So I feel like he's on the road with me. Mm-hmm. Is thats that is – that- that's sweet. Okay. I was going to say it was gay. No. But that's cool, right? I think that's sweet. Okay, yeah. But
1: the thing about losing someone young is that that – at least the death of – is as unfair and as painful as the death of an older person is. The death of someone young when it's like this person should not be gone. That just feels like the whole – like some, I, I feel it's like –
0: God's plan. Yeah. It's an evil plan.
1: It's never a good plan. It's an evil genius. See, it's because I just feel like something wrong, like something fundamentally fucking wrong just happened.
0: Yeah. Well, it's sad. And then you're like, you know, why did that have to happen? What does that serve? You know, what, you know, the super hole in your heart. You're like, yeah. what am I going to do? And then you realize that, like, you know, there's so many people like your sadness is just a reflection of so much other sadness in the world. Yeah. It's like just- you're just
1: a. have had that. I've had that moment of realizing, like, I am fucking leveled by the pain that I'm going through. And yet this is just a blip in the world of pain. And like almost how dare I indulge. Not that you have any choice. Well, also, and then you go numb pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Well, numb, but also like awfully uh, miserable. But it's like a wound that won't heal. But that realization that compared to the horrors that are going on right now elsewhere, this is like nothing.
0: It's hard to look at it that way, but that's really what it is. It's like yeah. you know, it, 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 I think as Americans, like we don't grieve well because we've been taught to that. We there's always Shouldn't a way to, have to win. Be sad. Yeah, like there's like something you can buy or a pill or you know a class yeah. and that'll help you. And then when something really Really, really sad happens so that we kind of left. All, you know, even the people that go for the uh, the books. Uh, were you a self help reader? Like you read I, these books?
1: I did. Yeah, I went through a phase of reading. They they messed with my head.
0: Yeah. Okay. So all those books, and then the, going to the psychiatrist. Everybody did that. Where they mm-hmm. went to like one guy. And did they you? Would, yeah. The, you know, here is my whole thing with the psychiatry thing, which is like every other person. Like, unless the guy went through the Holocaust or something like that, <laughs> I really. Don't get why they're doing this. Oh yeah! Like they feed off of everyone else's sadness. Like what? What are they like? Catfish of sadness
1: (laughs) or sadness succubus?
0: And then I would like talk to them. Some of these people and they always secretly wish they were, like, a screenwriter or an actor, and they had, like, this other dream, mm-hmm. but they went to school and, like, you know, learned, like, how to make, you know, whatever. They like, always listened well. Yeah, like, they were really, like, their parents, like, told them to be something, like, lawyers or something, right. and, they, and they followed that. And I was like, well, I don't respect that, you know? I mean, I could you see You don't respect
1: was... someone who didn't follow their dream?
0: No, well, well, yeah, I mean, but I don't respect them, like, thinking, like, you know— here they are, like, handling people's problems when they themselves, like, have this big problem of being ballless, you know, taking the safe road of, like, you know, this is a job and I'm yeah. gonna get money and all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. in comedy, when you first start out, you know, I never thought I was going to be even at this level. And I'm not even like, you know, I'm not even that great a comic. And I'm not, I'm definitely not famous. But I, I would say that, like, I am, like, you know, stoked that I fucking, you know, made it to like where I can pay my bills doing it. And, you know, these guys, like, you know, they go to school and they go to grad school. They got that big student loan. I give them that. Okay. <laughs> but then. Uh. They, you know, it's like, you know, they could to get some kind of psychiatry job. I mean, you know, there's so many, you know, messed up people. But, you know, there's no psychiatry in the third world. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. basically unless they drop it out of a helicopter on them. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Therapy bombs. Not a
0: helicopter is their psychiatry. They're like, oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> but
1: but don't you think someone that who can't take their own advice still could help you by pointing stuff out?
0: No. You I, don't? I really, I really don't. I, I believe in like, uh you know, like. You know, like role model, like Neil Armstrong, who you mm. probably don't even know who he is. No, I do. How, how's that possible? You're so young. He's I mean, part
1: of my favorite joke.
0: Oh, what's your favorite joke?
1: Well, I'm realizing saying that to a comedian that I respect.
0: Well, I love jokes. Okay.
1: Um, what's the difference between Neil Armstrong and Michael Jackson? What? Well, Neil Armstrong was the first man to walk on the moon. Michael Jackson fucks little boys.
0: You know? Okay, there you go. Yeah, it was better yeah, when he was ahead. still alive. You're right. Now that both parties are gone, that's a little inappropriate. Yeah,
1: or you could say has sex with children. Wow, I, I don't know. We'll whether be right back. Or, yeah.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I had to use the stern right back on that one. But uh, Neil Armstrong probably. If he wanted to, would have ruled, you know, show business and, you know, boatloads of pussy. But he was like a really straight up dude, you know, conservative guy, taught like, I guess, astrophysics at some university, family man. So I think that's cool that he was like, you know, didn't need to be famous, even though he was famous. Mm-hmm. So I think I respect that. I'm from a different generation where like, you know, he could have been famous because he did something really famousical. <laughs> that's like my
1: favorite frozen treat.
0: Yeah, a famousicle. Yeah. And uh, but he decided not to do it. Right. So, you know, I think that's cool. That's that's man. He's a man. You know. So
1: you think it's sort of ladyish to be pursuing the adoration and the validation of people glomming onto you? I'm not going
0: to throw that on ladies. I'm just going to throw it on like it's pretty Persons? shallow. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I think uh, you know sometimes people people always go like you know. You know, it must be cool to get recognized. And I'm like, well, I pretty much don't, you You know, know, I, I mean, like I used to be like a nameless drunk, you know, and I that was like the better time. And now, like, I'm in an airport, been up all night, you know, going to like, you know, catch a flight some guy goes, hey, man, you're that guy. And I'm like, hey, dude, what's up? You know, thank you and all that kind of stuff. And it's different when they bring up, like, you know, I really like your show or whatever. And anybody who recognizes you at an airport had no idea you were in that town. And you just spent, like, two days on radio <laughs> promoting your gig. And you're like, wow, do I have a disconnect here. Maybe that's where the, the tweet would have, would have worked. Perhaps. It says my manager. But Perhaps. either way, uh, you know. I, I would say, no, I think it's it's cool to be, like, just a regular person. But I, I know nowadays that's like, you know, nobody wants to be regular, you know? Mm-mm.
1: Well, I think the thought is that if you're something other than regular, then you won't feel all the bad things that come with being alive. And unfortunately, there's no way out of feeling those things. Maybe drugs, but not drugs, really. I mean, religion. I think that's why people want those things. Yes. But the truth is that no matter – what level of fame you have achieved, I believe, no matter what level well, of famous. fame. You're famous. Well, but I'm not.
0: But you are.
1: But I'm not.
0: But you are. But
1: I'm but I am I'm just
0: trying to kill enough. Time. <laughs> oh good. <laughs> no, no, go ahead.
1: Well but I've I've had a taste of it enough to know to know that the idea that I will Achieve something and then everything will feel good. Like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I mean, I think you can have satisfaction from your work, but I don't th- – but it's not going to be like when I – if I could get to that Justin Bieber level of people knowing who I am, mm-hmm. like, that's not going to feel – it's just going to feel more like this.
0: Yeah, and he's like – well, how old is he? 18. Wow, see? I know. He really puts the rest of us to shame. He's I know. He's famous at 18. I know. But do you have it where you go out and like – um you know, people hear you talking, they're like, hey, that's that girl.
1: Sometimes, yeah.
0: Wow. So, do you change your voice? Like, what's your other voice when you go out? What do you do?
1: I, I've never thought of disguising my well, voice. Well, let's do it
0: now. <laughs> okay. I'll be a waiter. Okay. okay. You can pick gay or straight. I'll be a waiter. Oh, I can
1: pick what? I want you to be a gay waiter.
0: Okay. Hey, miss. See? It's the same voice because they're people, all right? <laughs> so <laughs> I can't do character. I
1: walked right into no, that no, one. No.
0: Yeah, really. I thought after the Neil Armstrong yeah. thing, you were ready to rock, but I guess not. Anyway... Uh, you have to do a different voice because I'll recognize your voice because from your shows, right? Okay? Right. I mean, okay. you're you're a celebrity uh, radio host.
1: That's right. So you have Thank to do, you. and I bet
0: you a lot of other radio hosts have to go through this, like miss and other people. So they probably have like a fake voice.
1: I've got to get a fake voice. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're okay. gonna do it right now. All right. I, maybe I wonder how long I could talk like this. Like hi.
0: That that doesn't. That seems like you're faking it. I'm gonna say accent. So now hi. Oh, That's not bad. That's the okay. only accent I can, Miss, really can do. Miss, can I? What would you like? Uh, here's the menu. What would you like to have? Not your real voice. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Ha! I would like a salad. <laughs>
0: no, <Nah>, that sounds. <laughs> See, I can't. A little Tyler Perry. It's not that good. It sounds like you're a tranny, basically.
1: Well, that's that is disguising myself.
0: Gary <laughs> like, like that. Gary's one. like. Finally, I got a laugh here. Oh, um, how about this? Try like a little nervous stutter in in the voice nervousness cuz they know you as a confident secure woman. Oh, okay. So, okay. okay. Miss, here's the uh, the specials today are Cobb salad and blah blah blah. What what would you like, miss? Uh
1: um what's in the c- c- uh Cobb salad? I love it. It would take me so long to order. That's
0: great. First of all, a hot chick with a stutter. Wow, that's excellent. Talk about approachable. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Let's do some Just yeah. Me. Oh, no, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, l- no,
0: let's do your thing, man. Just Me or Everyone. I know you everyone. got some segments coming yes, up. Yes,
1: this is where uh, people s- tell us things they think or do, where they wonder, is it just me or everyone? And then we say whether it is just them okay. or for everyone.
2: Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone
1: all right, Tony Decost says, "I have to pee so bad right now. I'm breathing like I just sprinted a half mile. Does this happen to anybody else?"
0: Well, that's him because I don't jog. I don't know. What, <laughs> what No.
1: But do you breathe heavily when you really have to pee?
0: Oh, uh, ooh! I, now I see what what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. I would say, um, no. You I don't. think that's just him.
1: I think. I really do, I but I don't like, mean
0: it as an insult. Yeah, no, I it makes no. Him special and everything.
1: No one will take it as such. Okay, good. Yeah, because sometimes it is just them. But I think I've definitely had that, that like, maybe I really, really needed to pee and it was making me breathe weird. But it's not a regular occurrence.
0: Well, you know what? Not to, like, expound on this guy's incredible, cool Please. idea there, but I always have that thing where, like, you know, back in New York days you have like multiple locks on your door, and yes. you really have to take a leak, and it's like, oh, yes. I will, One time I, I called. I wish I lived, I lived in a with my sister
1: And I called her mm-hmm. to tell her, please unlock, get the get yes. get it ready, and uh, don't girls have go the a toilet. That too. Yeah.
0: Oh. Oh, I had to make that. sure
1: that she wasn't in the bathroom. I was like, could you? I need an I need a police escort.
0: And, and like it turns out you're like pissing already. And you're like, oh, look at me. I'm doing something like, really. God, I
1: better not sneeze.
0: It's like I'm doing something really adult, but I'm also like a baby. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I had to do that with my hand because I'm a really bad comic. Yeah. I was like unlocking fake doors. So. No,
1: it, I liked it. Yeah, you got um, it. Okay. It's interesting how people can speak so openly about needing to pee. But now people do talk about shit on this podcast. What? But for the most part, people in play because in plate company you'd be like, hang on, I need to pee. But you wouldn't be like, man, I gotta
0: snap a, off yeah. a big one, you know? Yeah, a deuce. Yeah, yeah, drop a deuce, as we call it. <laughs> well, uh you know, it was a long time before I realized that women do actually uh poop. And, yeah. Yeah, like I think in guys' minds they never see that, you know, in their dreams. Right. About them. And, you know, not to bring it back to porn, but there's a whole scatology scatalicious porn Guilty. Is that
1: uh, now is that truly out of Germany like I hear?
0: Yeah, I'm sick of Germany taking the heat for everything bad that's ever happened. The Holocaust, uh, right. of course, uh shitting you uh well yeah, they do like it though for some reason. I don't know what it is. But uh the Mexican chili dog, you know what that is, right?
1: No. That's
0: when a guy takes a dump on your chest and tit fucks you.
1: Oh wow. A rarity,
0: not yeah. a first date and uh <laughs>
1: Now, see, I thought... You're
0: great. You have a great game face. Go Thank ahead. you. Well,
1: I was just thinking...
0: <laughs> You'd be a really good mom. Like, what did he do? <laughs> what did he do? He shat on her chest and tit fucked her? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Well, see, there's the hot Carl and the Cleveland oh, steamer.
0: The hot Carl, always good.
1: What is the? is... Are aren't wow. those shit on a chest?
0: Um, there's shitting involved, but I... You know, there's, like, different... It really depends what uh, time zone, like, what side of the Mississippi you're on. Oh, is, this, is this,
1: like, um, Edie's and Dryer's?
0: Something or like, like that. like Hellman's
1: and Best Foods.
0: Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Broseph Coast. I am always prepared for a robbery to break out whenever I'm waiting in line at the bank. Um, it's been a long time since I've been in line at a bank. And yeah. I don't normally think about robberies breaking out, but now I will.
0: I always think, because uh, I look like uh, one of those bank robbers, that like yeah. any minute I'm going to be tackled at a bank. <laughs> so I have the opposite of this guy's right. thing. But I'd say a lot of people feel that something – Horrible is going to happen at a bank. You know, like the bank's going to go under as they're about to get their money out. Yes, you know? remember well, that's that.
1: A, that's a real fear.
0: That is an actual. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude. Yeah. All right. We're with you on that one.
1: Kentucky Black says, "I eat with my teaspoons because the soup spoon seems too big. I use soup spoons to scoop side dishes." Um, interesting. I can relate to that, although I don't do that.
0: No, you're not really reading what you're what you're what's happening here. I'm not. Spoons. This guy's in jail. He's locked up. They don't oh. let him use forks and knives. Oh. It's the spoon guy. Everything's so with like a spoon. It's he's like my
1: then. one black fan. You're really going to say he's oh, in dude.
0: jail. All right. Well, maybe he's on, you know, uh, he's also waiting work out. release. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say Kentucky, uh, what's his name again? Black. Kentucky Black. That's a cool name. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. His cool real name, name is Derek. Oh, neat. Yeah. Another great name. Mm-hmm. Great name for a black guy, for a white guy, always a douchebag. Derek showing yeah. up. I hope he's black. If he's a white guy, ugh. Yeah. Right? Same with Daryl. I'll give you that one, too. Although, Daryl Hammond, a really good guy. Yeah. I know him.
1: Yeah. He's the exception. Yeah. How do you feel about Chad? I said something about Chad last night, and Chad's kind of It's like Todd.
0: Yeah, but Chad is like really the abbreviation of a shitty name. Chad Chadwick. Wick. Yeah. Chadwick.
1: No name needs Wick in it.
0: Yeah, what, what is that? What? what was? That of, of, of the Chadwicks? Oh, I get it. Right. And Todd, of course, that's a hard name to roll with. Although, you know, we all, uh, Todd Barry, I know him. He's very oh, yeah. comic.
1: He's very untod.
0: He's an untod.
1: I mean, doesn't it seem like his name shouldn't be Todd? Um, when you
0: think about it. You think his name it? should really be Barry? Because that's his middle name, his last name. That Barry. would
1: work. I could believe his name was Barry. Really, Barry Todd.
0: Barry Todd. Now that's that sounds old Englishy, kind of. Barry it kinda does. Todd, the worst it does. barber ever in East <laughs> London. <laughs> <laughs> I can do some uh, characters if you'd like.
1: Yeah. Oh, let's hear it.
0: <clears throat> well, there, Miss. I always do like the English workhouse guy. Mm-hmm. Well, there, Miss. You've been very naughty. So oh, I, I put that in there. Yeah.
1: All your characters are going to be straight out of.
0: No, I can't do any of those guys. Okay. But that was my, uh, like, Sweeney Todd kind of guy. That was good. That's good. And then I do uh, the fisherman, you know, uh, man, uh, the batten down. I used to do this joke, batten down the butt plugs. It's going to (laughs) be, you know, I pointed it up. It's the same voice, basically, gravelly. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: That's good. What
0: else do we got?
1: DPN10 says, hearing other people in the office joke around on personal calls during business hours drives me up a wall. Yes. Now I don't know if he's talking about the fact that it's on their at, at work that they're having personal calls because that's not the part that would drive me up a wall. When I hear people getting along, sometimes it drives me up a wall. Same with when I hear them argue. Mm. I like everything to just be straight down the middle, mediocre.
0: But he must have one of those cubicle offices, yeah. like in the mo- like in the show The Office.
1: Yes, it sounds like so, that.
0: And uh, people joking around on the calls. Yeah, that would that would. Paranoid the shit, I mean people talking like you don't know what this you know you're right there, you have to do your job that's hard man
1: do you have that have you had that situation where you're in line somewhere or whatever you hear people talking and you know and someone is cracking some jokes with the person they're with, and you know that they're aware that others are listening, so they're trying to be more funny, mm-hmm. but they're not that funny. Like it, it happens I'm not in elevators. A hot
0: girl, so no one's trying to impress okay. me. See, if you're a hot girl, that's like a guy move like, "Hey, I'm going to like talk to you, but I'm really hoping that she's going to be right. like, you know, what?" Some guy, you know, said that Neil Armstrong joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: If it was a Neil Armstrong joke or any funny joke, mm-hmm. that'd be okay. But it's like I I told you I was listening to you on Joe Rogan. He was saying there's nothing worse than unfunny people trying to be funny. It's that kind of thing.
0: Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, like uh I I wouldn't know i I feel like people are really inappropriate with their devices, like on planes, yeah like on planes with the talking, and Doug Stanhope, who's a great guy, you should get him in here he 's my favorite comic, so you should get uh Doug in here, and we were both talking about how like people on on the like you know the turning off of their device is like such a big oh i won 't be able to you know but i 'll be flying, and they 're talking so loud and like you have to listen to it and, and it's just inappropriate yeah. i don 't know. I mean, I, maybe I'm just jealous that I, I don't have someone to call while I'm on the plane. I don't know. So I always see the other days. I side. don't
1: yeah. I don't have anyone I have to call right as the plane is landing either. Yeah. I just I, I mean I'll turn my phone on and see who contacted me, but I don't have to make that call that everyone else does.
0: Well, do you call before you get on the plane to your loved one and go like honey, I love you just in case something, you know, bad happens?
1: No, but I always think I should.
0: You should do that.
1: Yeah. To do your you?
0: boyfriend. You should go like Hey, you know what? I'm getting on the plane, but I just wanted to. And he should do that to you because, like, does he drive you to the airport and you yes, hug him out?
1: He does. See, he as a loner, that
0: always creeps me out. Like when people are hugging like that, like no one ever breaks up at the airport. No, that's the point because they're like afraid the plane's going to go down. Every,
1: but, but every, when it lands, yeah. that's
0: when you should see something like you know I thought <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. There's something I, I wanted to, to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I I can't pronounce that, says, While shopping, if someone is standing in front of the things I want to get, I'll pretend to be looking for something else. Yes, I'll do that sometimes. Sometimes I'll say, excuse me, and I'll go past <laughs> them. Like at the grocery store. But sometimes I'll just wait and pretend I wasn't looking for that. Wait,
0: can you say it again? Because that was an interesting thing. But I, I'm trying to visualize what this guy's While shopping,
1: is. if someone is standing in front of the things I want to get, right. I'll pretend to be looking for something else.
0: Oh, Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that guy's very polite. He is. He's really polite. This guy's hes a gentleman, I guess you would say. But I think that's rude when you, like, are standing in front of something and you're not buying it and other people like yourself want to get in there and get, like, a frilly little top or some hoop earrings or something.
1: Yes. This probably (laughs) happens to you at Forever 21. Exactly. Yeah. So That's why I stopped going
0: to Hot Topic. I want to get a (laughs) death metal T-shirt and there's some fat kid hanging out there, you know, talking on the Four loco. So I got like three references I keep bringing up. So anyway,
1: Colonel Siren. Whenever someone asks me to say hello to someone on their behalf, I never do it because it feels awkward.
0: Yes, that Seinfeld used to do like a really long, cool bit about that whole like you know, and tell him this like you're the secretary or something. Yeah, I can't do it justice, but it's really funny. And uh, yeah, tell him I said hey. Or would you mind passing along, you know, like where you're kind of this messenger guy? That's that's annoying. So that's everyone, dude. But I'm you saying. know
1: what? Pe- all sorts of people will Facebook message me and be like, hey, I told Adam to tell you this. Did he tell you? Or more often, I gave Adam this. Did you ever get it? I'm like, no. Wow. I did not get the whatever it was that he was supposed to give me. Wow. Granted, it's, you know, something where I'm sure he's like, oh, this is a sticker
0: or whatever. Sure. Exactly. Fandom. But uh, I would say that, yeah, that's I'm with this guy on everyone that like do your own shit. You know, I mean, honestly, didn't we fight a war for this? Right. Something. No.
1: For the right to not have to convey messages.
0: Yeah. Yes. Something like that. Either way, it is annoying because it's always somebody that you would never think about wanting to connect with, and they're like, "Oh, and did you? Yeah, just tell him I said, you know, hey, yeah, you know." So, I, th- okay. I feel like
1: there's a subtext to the tell someone I said, "Hey," which is really, I want to let you know that I know that person or mm-hmm. something. I don't know.
0: I think it's a drawn out goodbye. Like I've given you a mission. Now get on it. <laughs> You've got to tell Gail I <laughs> Go said with hello. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you're you're on a quest now. Right. Cool.
1: Though, however, if someone tells me that someone said hi, I'm usually like, oh, thanks. I guess. Yeah, that's it's cool. appreciated. Yeah, you're right. You know?
0: That's a hard one. I don't know. This is a, a quagmire.
1: It, one. Ooh, that is a great word. Do you like it? I like quagmire. I do, I, you don't hear it used very often.
0: I know, because they never made a board game out of it. Quagmire. They should have. They should have, yeah. Like, sorry. There's or, no ending to it.
1: In Canada, sorry. <laughs> I think that's how they say it.
0: Do they? Yeah. Aren't the Canadians great? I mean, sure. first of all, they take all these great jokes about them, but they're just amazing. And there's only like 50 million of them. You know that, right?
1: I, d- I didn't know how many there it's were like, of them. It's like there's
0: only like 50 to like 75 million people. There's like more people in New York City.
1: <laughs> I've only been to Canada once.
0: Really? I went to Toronto. You got to travel more. I know. You really do.
1: Well, no, I I yeah, you're right. I you have really traveled, have to travel. but I not not a lot lately.
0: What was the most exotic erotic place you've ever been in your life? Florence. That must have been very romantic.
1: It, well, I was with my family, but it was.
0: It was? <laughs> did you guys... Is that... That's not the gondola city. That's the No, city.
1: no, but I did go to Venice.
0: How is that? It stinks, I, right? it smells. You
1: know what? It, it actually... I don't recall it smelling, um, but I don't really like boats and things. You don't? I get seasick and... Or f- afraid. So... The fact that we had to get onto a water taxi to get to Venice, oh, that's scary. and it, it involved a lot of like hauling luggage onto the boat, and every time your luggage gets on the boat, the boat kind of rocks back and forth, and it just the whole thing. I, I wasn't, I was that's not scary. super into it. Yeah,
0: and uh, I don't know if you ever saw that. I think it's one of the Baldwin brothers made a movie about the sharks of Venice, where something happened and sharks were released into Venice, and they were eating people. You know, and it's really hard. I suspect
1: the, this would have been like Stephen or Billy.
0: Yeah, it's one of the one of the D and C level Baldwins. Yeah. yeah, the other ball ones, and the uh, <laughs> and they, um, you know, that's got to be the worst place because you know it's Venice, right? Right. Everybody's full of pasta and love. Yeah. You can't fight right. a shark off.
1: No, there's yeah. no Richard
0: but it's a portent to the future because it was about climate change and the water rose. So,
1: what's the most exotic, erotic place you've been?
0: I guess Brazil is probably the most exciting, erotic place,
1: yeah.
0: you know, on this hemisphere. I've never been to Thailand or anything like that, but uh, I'd say Brazil is a lot, a lot of beautiful men and women that are men, or the other way around, or men that are women. Right. A lot of beautiful uh, transvestites. transvestites and also Transsexuals. Just beautiful women. I mean, like the Latino dark, uh oh, mm-hmm. really hot. and um, you know, I don't know. I, I've never been to Israel. I'd like to go there at some point, you know. But What's I'm, your
1: type, David How?
0: I like Jews. I like Jewish women, but I mm-hmm. like all women, you know. But I would say that uh, you know, I like the dark. I like the dark look. But I also like redheads too. I like redheads. Hmm. Do you like a redheaded man?
1: My no. my man is redheaded.
0: Well then you should actually that should be a tax write off if you're banging a redheaded <laughs> dude. <laughs> I don't think that's even my I, joke. I
1: agree. That can't be my joke.
0: <laughs> he's he's a true red, a true ginger, as they call it?
1: I think sometimes, well, you know, it's kind of brownish, but I do think that he has got the the gingery skin tone, oh, which, well. you know, like the fair skin and the freckles and stuff. Do when he ever- was a kid, he was blonde. But I think he's, I think, I'm going to say, di- Gary, is he a ginger, Daniel? No. All right, I'm wrong.
0: This is the best thing because if you ever have trouble with him, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's say I'm sure he's a great guy and he's good to you and all that. Yeah. Thing. But let's say like you feel threatened by him, you uh, what run out into the sun where he can't go because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, once Just the like sun comes light. down, I'm going to show you who's boss. And you're what? like, get back in there, you kind of gingery he, looking. I mean, freak. yeah,
1: he can't he can't go in the sun suddenly. There's like a whole sunscreen application yes, process and, they and a do cap. That. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Right.
0: That's the whole thing with the with the redhead, you know? It's like, wow. And I also like the blonde Jew, the rare blonde Jew. Have mm, you ever yeah, seen that? Yeah, I have. Wow. I well, mean, yeah, my, grandma, a,
1: my grandmother, actually. With blue eyes? Yeah, blonde and blue-eyed. And my grandfather was blonde and blue-eyed. Wow,
0: eyed. you guys really, like, German-proofed yourselves. That's excellent. Yeah. It's like, wow. But, yeah,
1: but look at me. I mean, I couldn't Yeah, but you're hot, darker. though. You have that
0: dark, uh, like, uh, I don't know, Quinn Cummings kind of, uh, you know, Anne Frank-ism to you.
1: Thank you. Um, I don't know Quinn Cummings. Is she Quinn a Cummings star? was
0: no Quinn <laughs> Cummings is. Is that
1: a ridiculous thing to ask?
0: She was on the show Family. Um, oh, do you know this girl?
1: No, she's I... like
0: a big. She's big in L. A. She like runs like charities and stuff like that. But she was a child actress, like really smart, like precocious child. Okay, and she grew up with this beautiful, hot woman. You know, like uh, I'm have like to look her up. Who's the other girl? Like Punky Brewster. Like you're like so a like Punky Brewster. Fry. Yeah, she's super hot. She's a Jew.
1: And and her brother, Mino Pelus, from that show.
0: Milo Pelus. What Mino super? Peleus. The day is that?
1: <laughs> Do you remember that show? Voy- was it The Voyagers? Or Gary wouldn't know. He's too young. I Voyagers. think it was The Voyagers.
0: Now, I remember it. I think it's called Voyagers, not The Voyagers. Okay. What are you, 100 years old? I sound or, like I am. Okay. Well,
1: Dave Hotel, this has been delightful. Thank you so very much.
0: <laughs> thank you for having me. And to all the listeners, thank you guys, especially the ones who like the retro porn. Check out the show.
1: Yeah, you can follow um, Dave at old porn mm-hmm. the show is dave's old porn the website is dave's old dot com huh uh show is thursday at 11 p.m eastern new episodes of season two are airing now
0: you are a delight thank you thank you, you, you. Really and you can follow
1: me on twitter at allison rose and you can follow gary at g patrick smith um and if you're gonna buy something on amazon which you are because they have everything um oh dave's old porn is on showtime yeah. That's where you go for it, in case people are so wondering. So what were we talking
0: about Amazon for? What was that about? I was
1: about to say something else. What I was going to say is if you're going to sh- buy something— Let me
0: let me whore up my own whore here. Okay? Oh, Ready? please. It's 11 o'clock Eastern on Showtime. This week—when does this air?
1: I, I'm not sure yet. It could be a few weeks.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, uh, 11 o'clock Eastern, or you can go to Showtime On Demand to watch Kathy Griffin, uh, Joe Rogan, all the great uh, shows that will probably have aired by this time. But this is season two. If you enjoyed me and Adam on season one, you're going to love it because uh, we're taking it to the next level and rock out with the old porn, dude.
1: When are you going to have me on or do you have to have an extensive knowledge of porn?
0: Well, no, I, I love when we bring on the uh, new fish, as we call it.
1: Oh, I'm new. F- I'm a new fish. Yeah, there
0: you go. But you kind of like lost a lot of street cred with the like, I don't like any porn. I that's mean, you not what, like no, that's not porn. what I said. I mean, Emmanuel, that's pretty easy. Something, you know.
1: I, uh, hey, I have definitely masturbated to porn.
0: You masturbate?
1: Everyone masturbates with
0: fingers or toys. Both. Good. Good. Did
1: I get the cred back? That's
0: yeah. You you earned it back. Hardcore. I like that. <sighs> Thank you. All right. So I'm pro you're... woman masturbation at all times. Like, I
1: really truly think everyone does traffic. masturbate. Well, I mean, I guess some people who are really repressed don't. But no, that's come not on. true.
0: I think there are a lot of people who don't masturbate and they're pretty cool with it. And they're always it's always being thrown in their face. Why why don't you masturbate? You should masturbate. It's so much better. And uh, you know, for these people, we should just like. You know, like, leave them alone, okay? It's the masturbators that we should really, like, embrace, you know? As a dude, masturbation, it's a given. But for women, we have to, like, really, we have to, like, start programs, after-school programs, I hope, for women to masturbate. I mean, really, I think that's a great thing for girls. Mm. Right? No? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and... Um, well, yeah, definitely, I'm not just because... saying that
0: because of the, uh, I own a sex toy factory in Guatemala, but <laughs> i <I'm> just... <laughs> I'm too dirty for your show. Your show is too high class. It's no, too No, it's me. not. I think it is. This is like almost NPR type style shit. Well,
1: not anymore. I know. I took now it into that it. Yeah, denigrated it. Anyway, if you're going to buy me. something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra and it helps the show. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, do you know
2: about the Allison Rosen show? and Rosen show Rosen is your new best friend that's right We had a good time, but now it's time to go. Hope to see you next time for the Allison Rosen Show.